0: What's up and welcome back to the kind of funny screencast. That's right. Uh, we have rebranded kind of funny reactions to kind of funny screencast because it makes more sense. This is a podcast that is happening at least once a week. Uh, there's more details over on twitter.com slash kind of funny vids that you can check out. And if you have any questions about what our plan is for the rest of the year and uh, where we're at with the studio, all that stuff. We are holding a town hall next Wednesday, the 18th at 11 a.m. Pacific on twitch.tv slash kind of funny games. If you have any questions, get them in at kind of slash town hall and greg and i will be there to answer them but i didn't agree to this you did you did my friend that friend voice that you hear is the one the only greg miller hello tim how are you I'm <laughs> so good <Those> little glasses <laughs> switch were going on there i'm a pro what can i say yeah. you know yeah.
1: Yeah. people for years have been saying nobody switches glasses like greg
2: miller isn't that right andy that's exactly right greg that is exactly right
0: we have the Nitro Rifle all the way from Texas, Andy Cortez.
2: It's a beautiful time watching all these Disney shows. And I'm gonna miss my dad OLED gross. TV when I go back to
0: San Francisco. To yeah, yeah, miss. you are. Yeah, you are. Woo! That TV sings with this show, doesn't it? Oh my it? goodness. Um and speaking of that TV singing. We got the big dog, Kevin Coelho, with one right there. You can see it, that LGL. Sing ad- that
3: song, before. Kevin. Sing e- that e- song. Everyone's camera's frozen, so that's fun. Oh, my <laughs> camera's frozen. <laughs> <laughs> oh,
0: Nick. We got Nick. We got some movement from the producer's Nick's producer.
4: Nick's moving. Nick <laughs> Now You can't stop me from moving, Greg. You want to see <laughs> someone change glasses? Andy, show him how it's done. It's
3: too oh. late. Andy started moving. Oh, oh. there he goes. Look, at Andy sucks at it. Look, Andy's I terrible at it. Wow, yeah. He's
1: having you know a of time. <laughs> Look at that. You, you couldn't even see it. It was terrible. I'm way yeah, back.
2: It you're, you're just, I cannot I'm hold washed. the candle to Greg's glasses. So Thank you, soon, Andy. I you're right? do it. Yeah.
0: Andy, Andy Cortez is still in, in Texas uh, on a little vacation, but he wanted to take a vacation from that vacation to talk about Marvel Studios' What If, and I have I, a feeling I, that's affecting I'm,
3: the I'm going to restart Discord real quick. you think thing, Hey guys, secret time. I don't know if this makes it to the cut, the final cut, but we'll see, you know? Secret time. Secrets.
2: See you there. Don't fucking tempt me. What's I up? don't know why I actually thought that, that back, was a real back. thing you just told me. <laughs> <laughs> so the first time, Kevin, my camera actually froze on OBS, and this time it looks like it was a Discord thing, because I'm still moving to
0: my OBS.
3: Oh, we're oh, moving now, baby. I've yeah, we're that. all good now. Everyone's getting up. Nick. We, we, except for Nick. Oh, we're good. He moves so slowly.
0: Exciting stuff. Well, everybody, this is the Kind of Funny Screencast where each and every week we get together to review the latest in TV and movies. Uh, We're going to be doing it at least once a week. We're going to be doing every episode of this here, Marvel Studios What If Show, uh, in a couple weeks when Star Wars Vision starts. We're going to do that as well. And a whole bunch of movies here and there. Later this week, we're doing Free Guy. If you haven't been watching, we've done Old. M. Night Shyamalan's Old. We've done Jungle Cruise uh the green knight uh, the list goes on and on we've been doing a lot of cool stuff and we're going to continue to double down as movies start to come back uh, and be a little bit more prevalent in our lives and that is very very exciting to me if it's exciting to you you can get the show on youtube.com slash kind of or roosterteeth.com mm-hmm. and if you want to get it as a podcast you can go to your favorite podcast service and just search for kind of funny screencast and we'll be right there for you it might take a couple days for the branding and all that stuff to switch over but just be patient I appreciate it and also if you want to get the show ad free patreon.com slash kind of funny is where you want to be but without further ado let's talk about episode one what if Captain Carter were the first Avenger Greg Miller I want to start with you what did you think
1: i adored it i was there eyes as big as saucers jen and i both commented that it felt like uh sunday morning cartoons because we watch these in the morning right so we were sitting here eating our (laughs) breakfast watching this and the animation was so gorgeous uh i thought it was an interesting fun take on it you know i saw i had seen the ign review yesterday i had seen some early reviews being like oh man it's kind of a weak starter it gets going like that i guess for me I, I I totally enjoy this. I would tell everybody to go watch it. I think this What If has the potential to be my favorite one of these uh, shows we've had, which is saying something because I've loved them all, obviously, right? But like, I expect these to be, obviously, as it was, way more whiz bam. Here we go. Let's go. This is what's going to be changing. This is what going to be. It's a cartoon, but like, I think any complaints I had, I, uh, you could have had or that I, that I think are definitely there, as I'm sure we will criticize it. Uh, Haley Atwell's performance was so good and the animation was so good. And there were so many times I was watching it on my OLED TV, my LG OLED TV, Andy, where Woo. I was like, damn, this is one of those like every frame is art kind of things where it's like I could see me going through and screenshotting these for backgrounds for my computer because it was just so gorgeous.
0: Yeah. Andy Cortez, what would you think?
2: I thought it was okay. Uh, I think all the reasons I liked it were, were reasons that don't necessarily lend to it being a great episode for me. Um, I thought it felt like a 30-minute long recap of what happened on the last episode um, because of how breakneck pace everything was. It was just scene after scene, and obviously you're recreating two-thirds of a movie and pushing that condensing it into 30 minutes. So it felt a uh, super rush. I did get, I did enjoy sort of that Saturday morning cartoon vibe like Greg was mentioning, but um, I will say the art in the trailers, I thought it looked way better on screen as opposed to these, you know, condensed mm. YouTube videos that are um, um, compressed YouTube videos that we've been watching. Um, I thought it popped a lot more. I love that. There's always, a sort of rim light on every character regardless of what environment they're in the backgrounds are so painterly and gorgeous and uh even the 3d textures on a lot of the backgrounds are have such a great little hand-drawn sort of vibe to them the um the particle effects i love that they do the spider-man thing into the spider-verse where if there's an explosion or if the um if but uh, not Bucky, if Cap inside of the iron suit or whatever is shooting that blue beam, everything is done like at 12 frames whenever there's some sort of explosion. It just has a really good sort of hand-drawn animation vibe to it. But I do think everything was really fast. I didn't love Howard Stark. Um, I didn't love uh, some of the voice acting here and there. Um, I just felt like it was a kind of okay show for me. But from what I've read, it does get better, so I'm looking forward to that.
0: Nick Scarpino. Um, I really enjoyed it. I, I'm
4: same, same reasons as everyone else. I did. I felt like I was watching the X-Men cartoon back in the day. When I'm just sitting there on Saturday morning. I just mowed the lawn and I'm, and my parents are like, fine, you can finally have a Coke. I know morph. it's 10 o'clock in the, in the morning, but you can have a Coke and watch that uh, morph. <laughs> um, and yeah, I, I liked it a lot. I think those were really, really cool. I do agree. I, I wish this was an hour long. I wish they had given sure. more time to breathe. Um, I liked Howard Stark. I I, I liked all of their chemistry together. And it's just, it it really is just a cool series and a cool little, um, you know, sandbox to be able to play in. And I'm really looking forward to the rest of them. Kev?
3: Uh, I really enjoyed it. I thought it was a lot of fun. There are some elements that I was like, oh, maybe this, it's interesting how bringing it into like a cartoon, like makes it feel so much more like cartoon like in the sense that like when um uh you know the Captain Carter jumps down in front of the pick the the cars and like flocks and it's like, oh like I don't know that Captain America could ever do that. You know what I mean? So it's just one of those things of like now it looks like she jumps like a hundred feet in the air. And it's just I, I kinda don't like those aspects of it. Um Kevin. but like
2: she threw her shield from like three miles away, Yeah, dude. yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, top, top the, yeah. <laughs> and like when she runs through and like busts through like
1: five guys or whatever, and then does a spin kick to like the top one to slam him back into the wall. I, well, I, I'm right there with you. I'm like, oh man, that's like yeah. obviously way more cartoony. But I was like, God, I love it. And like, like just no, the vibe cool. and yeah. the color and the, the glow vibe and gave the me color, such yeah. vibes of uh, the Fleischer cartoons for, for Superman. Right. Those, you know, those Max Fleischer ones from way back in the day of Superman that had that like look and that feel. And I was like, oh, I just love the kinetic energy of this. I love how it's flowing.
3: Yeah, definitely. And and that's um, I, I, I did not like the art style in the trailer. But I think that watching the actual so- show um, with my hue lighting and everything tied together, it really, really worked. So that was also a lot of fun. And I'm really, really enjoying the story. Like I didn't think that that like the emotional beats of uh you know uh, what little um, Steve little Steve and her falling in love where I was like this is gonna happen and then she gets pulled into the el- with yeah. that Eldridge monster and you're like oh no and that's how they do the time jump and it's like man I am so prime and ready for for episode two also the setup with the the like small changes and like here's the change. With um, what the the watcher Jeffrey Wright, yeah, yeah, like all of that works cool. so well for me, yeah, and, that's and that's I'm cool. like legitimately so excited for the the rest of this season, and I'm also very excited for uh like the future of the MCU and the future of the Watcher and what
5: they do with this sort of stuff. This show is brought to you by MeUndies. You know how when you're in a nerve-wracking situation and people say, imagine everyone in their underwear to make yourself feel comfortable. As if imagining a room full of strangers down to their skivvies is what makes us feel comfy. MeUndies believes comfort does not start with imagining, but instead it starts with actual comfort. MeUndies designs limited edition prints all the time so you can express yourself every single day. Building your undie collection and picking out which lucky pair gets to meet your butt for the day has never been so fun. Choose prints, with corgis, chicken nuggets, your zodiac sign, goofy puns, and more. MeUndies also releases collabs with some pretty big names like the Rolling Stones and Space Jam, A New Legacy. But you have to grab them fast because once they're gone, they're gone for good. Kinda Funny loves MeUndies. You've heard The Voice talk about them for years. Their comfort with good designs that make your friends jealous. To get 15% off your first order, free shipping, and 100% satisfaction guarantee, go to MeUndies.com com slash morning. That's me slash morning. We're also brought to you by Farity brand. Can it be? It's finally summer and we're actually going to have a real summer this year. So naturally, we've started thinking about looking good after a year and some change because we're going places. This summer is what kind of funny is calling hot boy summer. You saw the jean jacket. You see the haircut. We're doing it big this summer. And that's where Farity comes in. They make the perfect clothes for the summer. Tim Geddes is the most stylish person I know. And he even loves Farity brand clothing. And they're so confident in the quality of their stuff. They have a lifetime guarantee of quality. Quality. They'll replace or fix your clothes forever, no matter what. And to top it all off, Farity is giving our listeners 20% off. That's right, 20% off. So stock up on all of your clothes for summer now. Head to FarityBrand.com and use code MORNING at checkout to snag 20% off all your summer gear. That's code MORNING at Farity. That is F-A-H-E-R-T-Y brand.com for 20% off Last but not least, we're brought to you by Upstart. If you're carrying a credit balance month after month, it can feel like you're in a never-ending cycle of debt. Upstart can help you make that final payment so you can get ahead. Upstart is the fast and easy way to pay off your credit card debt with a personal loan all online. Upstart knows you are more than just your credit score and is expanding access to affordable credit. Upstart considers your income and current employment to find you a smarter rate for your loan. With a five-minute online rate check, you can see your rate up front for loans between $1,000 to $50,000. You can receive funds as fast as one business day after accepting your loan. Find out how Upstart can lower your monthly payments today when you go to upstart.com KFMB. That is upstart.com KFMB. Don't forget to use our URL to let them know we sent you. Loan amounts will be determined based on your credit, income, and certain other information provided in your loan application. Go to upstart.com slash KFMB.
2: I also love the facial animations and how it reminded me of the Iron Giant's take on what animating faces looks like as compared to, you know, whatever Disney does and whatever all the other styles do. There's that one scene where the... Uh, the big, gigantic dude walks up and he's like, oh, they sent a Frau line to come fight the war or whatever. And She's as right soon as knee. she hits him in the knee, and they have he like gets really close to the screen is like, oh shit, he's making this sort of reaction face. It reminds me exactly of the way that the the dude in Iron Giant looks, um, not the robot, the other dude, <laughs> the, guy <with> the, <laughs> the guy with the black hair and the little goatee or whatever like, I just love that they Dad? accentuate and have all those sort of principles of animation that we kind of expect from a lot of these really good shows so And me, that's the,
4: me. Go ahead. Joel. i was gonna say one of the things that did pull me out a little bit at the beginning though was some of the the mouth movements and things like that like this style is so hard to pull off because it is 3d for 2d right um and when i saw the trailer originally i was like okay is this gonna is this gonna play out like one of those horrible motion comics that netflix had like mm. 10 years ago where i was like oh cool a wolverine cartoon it's like a still picture of wolverine moving around but no they ended up nailing by the end i was like i'm fully immersed and i and i'm, and I'm okay with this style now because i think it's this is probably the best interpretation or the best example of the style that they put out there um yeah sorry tim what were you gonna say
0: uh, i'm just i'm actually surprised at how much i enjoyed this episode in particular i've always been down for the concept of what if but you know first avengers not my favorite of the mcu movies and my it's not my favorite, like, era of MCU movies either in terms of uh, where it takes place. And um, the, the Captain Carter stuff, I was like, okay, cool. But it seems like we're just going to get that movie again with the, the smallest what-if change. And I think they did a really good job with it where I liked that it was 30 minutes, not an hour. Because it was just like, we, we've we seen First Adventure. We know those plot beats. We can kind of fill in mm-hmm. the stuff. Let's just see the highlights. And it reminded me a lot of reading the comics, the, the one-shot comics that are like, Let's just get to the good stuff. This is kind of a greatest hits moment to set up a character that we seemingly are going to see again based on how this episode ends, which I think is really cool. Uh, But where this really sings to me is the animation. I am with most of you guys, it seems, where seeing in the trailer, there's moments that I was like, this looks cool, but like I typically don't like this type of animation, and it usually doesn't suit itself to really good storytelling. And I think that this is the best it's ever looked, and I think it's because it, it works best for action. And so much of the action scenes we see in this are honestly like up there with some of the best one-shot scenes we've had in any of the mcu shit. there's two long takes in this episode of just following her doing action like yeah. one of her jumping from plane to plane that was like that was cool that part was invigorating, awesome, awesome. like so cool it's so great and something that you can't really do in live action and her
4: I coming toward they, the jet as it's shooting at her she just punches through the cockpit yeah, of, yeah that they bomb. came it's
1: with the it they came with the camera in with it that's so great did,
3: did you guys think it was interesting at all that like i feel like she was way more violent and like down to kill than we've seen in <laughs> well, she's english in the past. kevin yeah you know? she's
1: yeah you know what i mean their, uh, no, but like are seriously, like
3: like there were multiple times like she jumps no, it in that was, plane, it was kills yeah, a bunch sure. of people, throws a grenade, jumps out, and like yeah, rips ah. the dude out of the the cockpit, and oh. like that looks really cool. But it's just interesting that well, because it's, it's a cartoon, you know, yeah. I think they're more comfortable 100%. showing yeah that kind of stuff. you know style. what it
4: is also Kevin, it's because it's condensed, right? And that's that was one of the things that kind of that hit me for a second. I was about about fifteen minutes, and I was like. Whew, we got a lot of action, a lot of violence in this, for sure. Because yeah. we're not getting those dramatic beats of all that first act setup. We're not getting him like we're not really getting to know the characters because we st- we already know peggy carter so well that we don't need that stuff but then after 22 minutes of her snapping people's knees you're like
0: this is this yeah, should she, be rated she, r this is, is different, She's <laughs> yeah. different. but actually, i like that and that's what takes it away well, from just being a saturday morning cartoon oh, I, yeah. I, I think that it really stands itself apart from just being like a disney xd marvel animated show and it's like oh this does feel like a marvel studios animated show it feels like marvel studios first animated show and i definitely am hoping we see a lot of improvements but uh i will say the choice that they made for this animation style to benefit the action scenes works because like Nick said, it is the condensed version where it's just a lot of action scenes. And mm-hmm. I think it's at its weakest when uh you're looking at their mouths and the lip sync is, yeah. is it's bad. And like it's distracting. And especially when you start talking about cartoon uh dialogue, it just it feels different than in real life dialogue. And, and so and- Performances yeah, even are, are weird when there's these actors that some of them fucking nail it like that's what I was gonna Carter, say, yeah. she was so good sebastian stan though it's like what was your direction like i can't believe it was I'm in
4: between scenes of falcon and the winter soldier they like brought him into a coat closet and like, right. like said it's this. a saturday morning cartoon he's like okay i'll play it like a spongebob cartoon um no I, that's that's what i was gonna say tim was like that that was what was distracting because normally when you have cartoons like you have good actors in them but, but Haley atwell is like actually, really good in a, as a voice actor for this role. And that was why it was like the first five minutes of this was super distracting to me. I was like, ah, I really wish they had just put, like, maybe another day into her lip movements in this, because they were just way off. But I, I will say- I think say... it's not
0: that, though. I, I think it's just a style choice. And and at the end of the day, I, I want to say, like, I think it was a good choice, because the dialogue and all that stuff is not the focus of this. It is just getting to these action scenes that are allowed to breathe because of the style they chose. So sure. I do think it was a, a wise call at the end of the no, day. No, but,
4: but but there were are there some scenes in this that I really like, though. I like I the scene with them. And the, I like the fact that their love some like wasn't contingent on his being, him being this hulking, beautiful stud guy, right? Like, I love that that scene in the pub where, like, Howard Stark interrupts. He's like, oh, I'm sorry. I love that. He's like, go ahead. Don't, don't let me stop you, you know? Like, and I think the Howard Stark character was great in this. He has the line of the show so far for me, right? Where all the shit's going down. Deep shot in the gut, whatever. No, he doesn't want to get into the thing. Everyone's like, who's going to get into the thing? And Peggy's like, fuck it, I'll do it. And runs over and he goes, Agent Carter. And then he runs over to his thing. I was like, yeah, it's basically like saying... Fuck yeah but without saying fuck yeah that got me I was like I'm in I'm I'm on this character side man uh, how about how about a
0: fucking Steve Rogers being Iron Man for a hot second can we talk about that, that, was that, that, was awesome. cool. that was I mean cool. when, really what I like about that is thinking about the ramifications of it of like Iron Man Mark one being back then so it's just like yeah you so know like, what at it? the end of this episode we see that they are in an, at least 2012 Avengers timeline for their universe and it's like mm-hmm. what does the like what does Tony Stark look like when his father yeah had already been doing it's like and that's what's so cool about what if because I think that that's something that I wasn't really expecting is going into this one I'm like what if Captain Carter was Steve Rogers it's like that's so boring to me but they proved that even a boring concept to me can end up being really cool because there's a it's not just that there is a lot more ramifications of the changes of that one choice right and what I really like too is and we'll see how much this actually comes into play or doesn't but this coming right after Loki like her moment her Nexus event that they talk about in the, the beginning as the Watcher's given the, the premise, which is such a great setup for this show, of the Watcher just explaining what the yeah, moment was. And it's and different, I, and right? Yeah, exactly. It's and there. So cool.
1: and he, and like, right there. That's the but choice, I, the change. And
0: so cool, and I love that with that, he says that, like, she made the choice. And it's like, oh, is this free will? Like, is this the choice of, like, because the Loki timeline, and, like, now they're allowed to make choices, which causes mm-hmm. these events? Very
3: cool mm-hmm. shit. Uh, one more thing about the acting. Like, I thought it was really weird that uh, they – couldn't get Hugo Weaving's likeness, or didn't want to get close.
0: Like, well, they didn't.
3: N- they didn't. They
0: didn't. Re- they asked him as uh, the dude from The Walking Dead.
3: No, yeah, no, no, name. I know, but like that's also because Hugo Weaving was like, I don't want to do any of these more movies. But TV. they modeled yeah.
0: it after the new character.
3: Oh, interesting. The yeah, yeah. that uh, I think the, I like that. It was also the, in Infinity War? As Red yeah, Skull. yeah, yeah. But he was in Infinity War as Red Skull, which I get looked like him, but it was just off-putting to see Hugo Weaving's character and be like, oh, that's a different guy. But I guess that makes sense when when you... It's just like people. Terrence Howard and Don Cheadle. Yeah, 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 yeah.
2: I, I do want to shout out whoever the voice actor was for Steve Rogers. I thought he did a great job and Keaton, at times baby. at times, has that intonation and sort of those verbal tics that you're used to hearing from Chris Evans. Um, but news to me that Sebastian Stan was actually Bucky because I... I uh, yeah, was. I'm with you. All. I thought that was a, not a great job from Sebastian San, uh, unfortunately. But the I do. I do want to uh, kind of keep talking about the the lip sync and and how some of it looks off. Um, for me, the more distracting part was how luscious Chris Evans and Steve Rogers' lips were. Like uh, Steve yeah. Rogers, skinny Steve Kissable. Rogers has the most kissable lips I've ever seen in my life and it's like why why are they so accentuated they almost looked wet and I could have sworn I saw like a wet lip at a it was weird it was weird
0: Nick Josh Keaton the voice of uh Steve here Mm -hmm. also the voice of the best Spider-Man of all time the spectacular Spider-Man oh
4: wow oh interesting that was that was the one where that no one watched right
0: (laughs) 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 (laughs)
2: so, so I, I i do want
5: to
2: <laughs> i do want to sort of expand uh, on the the stuff that i do like and why i'm worried that it's all that i might get out of this series is the the small changes and well, shit, if that's how Iron Monger or you know, our, the Mark One or whatever looked back then, how's it gonna look now? What are the ramifications of that in this new universe? What? And I hope that, that's, that those things aren't the only things that I enjoy about this series, because I want there to be really cool story beats and cool twists and turns. And it seems like we're gonna get that based on some of the stuff that I've read, mm-hmm. not, not spoilerized, but just like, whoa, there are some really cool things that happened. But I do hope that, Uh, Tim, we always talk about how you and I love logo changes and just uh, variations of things. So, like, what does this suit look like when this other hero is inside of it or whatever? That's the stuff that I really love. And those are easy victories for me as the viewer. But I still want to feel satiated when it comes to story and plot and stuff like that
0: yeah and, and with that real quick and then nick i want to get to you but th- with the logo changes and stuff you know i'm a fucking sucker for music cues and shit and i love that they had all the first avengers music cues but they gave captain carter her own theme which i'm like that is so oh, cool well, they took the idea of it and like kind of the notes but then they like gave her its own little like vibe which is like if they keep doing that woo <laughs> nick what's up
4: a uh, question is that like, I I I haven't followed the news on this a lot. Is this supposed to be an anthology series where every episode is completely different? What if, or is, does it follow a streamline now, like or follow a storyline now for, throughout the
0: arc? they being they're being a little bit vague about it, where it's a little bit of both because it's multiverse. It, it's yeah. all canon, so that should answer your question. Of everything is kind of part of the MCU now that the multiverse is uh, busted open, but we aren't necessarily going to ever come back to this story but we might
4: but okay that's that's so that's that's cool i mean either way I'm, I'm down for it but i was like after watching this i'm like wow i really hope that like that captain carter is sort of the linchpin of this whole thing and she is the character that we follow through all these big stories i thought that's just like captain was. america yeah. was for you confirmed that yeah how they confirm yeah, yeah, that okay yeah. that's yeah that's so super all, cool.
3: all the episodes are connected but they're not necessarily connected to the mcu in a more direct way yeah i don't mind that too much i just i
4: just think her being i think she's a very fascinating character and and then having everything centered having like the avengers and all these things centered around her she comes back for nick obviously we see her with nick fury which is freaking awesome um having her be the steve rogers of this universe i think is super cool it's a great it's a really interesting what if
3: should we do we call it the mcm now marvel cinematic multiverse
0: I don't think they're going to do that, but well, I'm we could do that. it. We could coin that you phrase right now. Andy, put on a t shirt. I'm on I'm it. On yeah. Uh, yeah, it's interesting. I'm I'm excited to see how the, the next couple episodes shake out, like the whole season, where it's like, I don't think that Kevin Carter is going to be in many of the episodes, but I think yeah, that I she think so. will be kind of the linchpin between connecting mm-hmm. episodes. Like, I think there's going to be a lot of one offs that connect at points, but it, yeah. it's not going to yeah. be like, we're not next episode. I mean, we already know is not going to. Uh, at least she might cameo or something but she's not yeah nick because
2: earlier on nick when i wasn't necessarily in love with the art style i i really wanted and kind of loved the the idea and fantasy of having every episode be similar to love death and robots where every episode has its own art style yeah and it's different directors tackling different visions of what this could look like and maybe there's an anime version and maybe there's a super hyper realistic 3d and maybe there's a 2d animation of it but then when that we did that most recent uh reacts to it which is several um, about a month or two ago i forget uh how long ago it was but we saw that trailer and it seemed like everything was a lot more interconnected than we initially thought and mm-hmm. then so that was so that you go oh shit never mind i guess it all has to kind of be one art style if we're gonna see recurring characters mm-hmm. in mm-hmm. other people's stories not necessarily being you know the star of that show, but just kind of popping up here and there. We kind of need that sort of uh, melding and the, the sameness of that animation style.
0: Yeah, Andy, that's what uh, Star Wars Visions is going to be.
2: Yeah, where that's it's right. not canon which at all, cool. just
0: different styles every episode, which is really cool stuff. Uh, before we end, real quick, I just want to give a shout out in case people missed the the credits of this. Like a lot of the actors are the original actors uh, for the characters. I think the only one that isn't is Steve Rogers um so that's kind of interesting with josh keaton being his voice but otherwise howard stark was dominic cooper uh sebastian Stan was. i would have never was, guessed that was lucky <laughs> uh toby jones was arnim zola bradley whitford was john flynn the kind of like uh asshole white guy who was not even in the he was in, was in the one shot right he was in the one shot that came with uh iron man three um which is interesting he's the guy
4: from uh from west wing west, west wing. philly madison <laughs> that guy that guy that fucking guy who was yeah.
0: daryl hammond uh Daryl Hammond was a Nazi general got it okay Hammond from SNL yeah Yeah. (laughs) that's awesome and then Samuel Jackson was Nick Fury Jeremy Renner was Clint Barton and Neil McDonough was Dum Dum Duggan of the Howling Commando so really cool stuff uh next week we will return with another MCU what if right here on the kind of funny screencast before then like I said we're going to be reviewing free guy which is very 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 exciting stuff And before we leave, Greg Miller has a question.
1: I wish I had watched uh, First Avenger before this again. So my question is, do we know what the what if is for episode two? Is this the T'Challa one? Is this the Guardians one?
0: Mm -hmm. T'Challa and Ravagers like if you guys want a hint at what's to come you can watch the show Marvel Legends Marvel Studios Legends on Disney Plus Mm. and they do those little like five minute recaps so you don't need Um. to watch the movie and I've been watching them they're they're hype as fuck there's three that are out right now uh there's one that's Peggy Carter um that included stuff from the one shot in it it's only like eight minutes uh there's one that is the Ravagers that go through all of the Yondu storyline it's really fucking hype and then there's one about the Avengers Initiative Uh, which is going to be episode three, focusing on Nick Fury doing some shit. And it is incredibly hype.
3: My last thing right before we leave is I do wish these ended with trailers for the next episode because I feel like that's the kind of hype that I I need to get even more worked up for what's coming. But yeah, what are you going to do? What are you going to
0: do? Let us know in the comments below what you think about (laughs) Marvel Studios. What if? Until next time, love you all. Goodbye.